<laughs> I did not know that when people come up to you in a Spider-Man costume says, let's take a picture. Oh, this is fun and cute. Ha. And then they ask you for five bucks. Oh, yeah. No, you. Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. So I've been jumping from hotel bed to hotel bed. Wow. I've, I've been couch surfing in the most expensive way possible. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's rough. <laughs> this is stable now for like now three days. Yes, that's good. This is home. This is How much home. longer are you here? Like not just here, but like LA. Seven. Okay. I'm flying in on the seventh at like six p.m. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of excited. Do you have any more shows lined up? Or uh, I do. I have uh, tomorrow. I'm doing that feature set at the open mic. Uh, he didn't tell me where it was, but he did give me the address. Okay. Which theoretically <laughs> means I could look it up on Google. I could. Who, whose is it? Who's open mic? Kevin and... Kevin runs an open mic on no, Sunday? No, I don't remember who. <laughs> Kevin told me about it, and I think he set me up with Zach. Oh, um, Zach Vile? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. It, that'd be... Uh... The Empire or something? Dope. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm doing a feature set. There. I've never done a feature set at an open mic before. It's an open mic set. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah. works for me. Maybe gives you more time. I don't know how he runs it, but like every open mic's going to be different. Yeah. Just means you have an open mic set. And they, they fill up the list by like an hour before, so it's good to have a, a spot. Guaranteed spot. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing Liquid Zoo on the 5th. Okay, so is that Talmo? Yeah. Yeah, he got back to you? Yeah, uh, like... I flew out on the 31st. I think I reached out to him on the 29th. Mm -hmm. It's like, awesome. Liquid Zoo is going to be a lot like the fourth wall one. Dope. Yeah, yeah it's uh, more, hell yeah. a lot like that show. Actually, fourth wall was one of the most fun shows I've uh, done. I oh. loved how small it was. I loved how like <laughs> intimate everything was. It was just fun, man. There was like not a, I didn't feel anxious about it at all. Yeah, it was no, a it's, good ass time. It's a fun little like environment. It's just, Weird room, like in behind a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, it, no, that's that's wild. Uh, anyways, this is Running the Light, a show where I talk to comics from all over the uh, nation. Yeah. Uh, about what inspires them, and here I have my good friend uh, Alex Kane. Hello. <laughs> uh, Alex is. I've been mentioning in a few episodes that I've been heading to LA, and mm. Alex is the reason why I'm going to LA. Yeah. I went to. Oh, went to yeah, LA. that was a weird way to put it. Like he didn't follow me <laughs> no 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 what happened was uh, he sent me a passive aggressive to, uh, facebook message saying why aren't you going to this comedy festival on that is true that did happen yeah and i didn't have the heart <laughs> to tell you that i forgot <laughs> i no, forgot good on to you. it was a i mean good on you it was a it was a great time i enjoyed the hell out of it there's only about three similar people uh it was really like me robert schneider and How? why am I blanking on everybody who was there? Damn. Was it Ian again? E no, Ian was not there. Oh, really? Tom. Tom was there. Oh, shit. That would have been fun and to then watch. And yeah. was there. Now, I, I was actually, I did a show with Tom Brown. He's fun. Tom Brown. Oh, no, Tom Brown wasn't there. Someone else from St. Louis oh, was there. Damn never it. mind. Yeah. Um, but Chilstrom was there. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Like, it was good catching up with everybody, but. I'm going to try next year. Uh, I'm going to try and just get out next year. It, uh, I mean. It, they, Brandon's not doing it next year anymore. Really? Yeah, they just have a whole change of change of hands over. Brandon's in San Diego now. I saw that. He's yeah. also doing a uh, weight loss thing. Yeah, that's he's cool. Copying me. He's oh, yeah, you're doing that too. <laughs> well, I I uh between the last Paul Bunyan and the this one, I had lost like a hundred pounds, <laughs> and like it was very in noticeable. Impressive. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. When you texted me, hey, you're coming out to LA, I went, I think the next day I went, I'm buying a gym membership. 
Uh, and I went for like two weeks really like diligently thinking I'm not going to fall off. And then I was sick. Yeah. I was like, and I fell off. See, I've been, I've been dealing with like a shoulder injury yep. and it's real bad. It's a chronic lifelong one, but yep. it's been real bad. So I haven't been going to the gym. And like today I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, God damn it. What happened to you, Alex? And it's only been like a week. Like, I look at my like, weird blotchy, like it's red all over. And now I, also that makes me feel fatter for some reason. It, it's incorrect. Yeah. It <laughs> just means that your skin is tighter on your body because it is literally burnt onto you. <laughs> it's like, have you ever worn a tighter shirt? I must be huge. No, it's a small <laughs> and you're, you're a large. You're proof of how dry your shrink clothes. <laughs> <laughs> your skin. It's why you don't put leather in the dryer. I don't know if that's true, but I, don't I know just that's assume true. that's a but thing you, you shouldn't do. You said it with confidence, so I believed it. Anyways, yeah. Alex, man, uh, how's your week? What have you been doing this week? Uh, I've been, so it's been a weird week because I am a nanny. That is my day job. Yeah. Uh, the kid was away at camp for a while, and now I'm back nannying Like him. camp camp or like band camp? Jesus camp. Both. Honestly, he went to like a Jesus summer camp. Oh. No, no Jesus camp. He went to a summer camp and he also went to a lacrosse camp and he also went to a basketball camp and he also went to a theater camp. Oh, that sounds like the most, oh, that yeah. sounds like the most stressful thing. It's not the nicest thing to do to an eight-year-old, but no. I don't call the shots on these kind you're, of things. You're not his dad. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, you're not his real dad. I'm not his real dad. <laughs> I'm his I, father. I really <laughs> hope. That, does he say that? No. He's called me daddy on accident many he, times. Does it dad or daddy? He doesn't say dad to anyone. Though. Okay, okay. He, he, that word doesn't exist to him yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> dad? Yeah, he hasn't like shaped together. Oh, it's weird to call men daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he says it with an I. I can't. He spells it with an I and a heart above it. It's <laughs> strange that he knows how to write just that one word. But... It's, it's weird that I can hear him say it with the I and the heart, but it's, you know it's there. <laughs> oh, God, I love this kid, but yeah, this is a weird way to show it. <laughs> Uh, any, what else have you uh, done this week? I mean, I basically just had him, like, yeah. just worked with him, and his parents are moving from a place to a... Different place? Yeah, basically. Yeah. They're not even moving, they're just rebuilding their mansion again, because they can. It's just all they do. They just keep flipping different big old houses. That's, like, their hobby. I bought two dinners once, and I felt really, like, special. Could you imagine owning two houses uh... <laughs> in L.A.? No, I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, how the fuck do you guys get to places on time when everything takes 30 minutes to an hour? Uh, so you don't leave the valley when you live in the valley, and you don't leave the city when you live in the city. I didn't Those know that. Those are the two things that you do. So when we were, like, like I had the first half of the week, my family was there, and I was like, we're going to just get a place by the airport. And I'm like, cool, where are all my places? Oh, fucking Burbank. Never get a place by the airport, especially in L.A. Uh, that's, uh... I wish I could have told you that. That airport it's is fine. the worst place to be. No one wants to be around the airport. It is the loudest and the worst place it in was, the city. It was actually not that. Because, like, here, because, like, when in Omaha, I hear planes a lot because Eppley and whatnot. It was like, it wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> no, what was. It was just like, oh god, there's traffic. Oh, that's what I was. Yeah, no, it's not the planes. Oh, oh, you mean the traffic? Yeah, it's that you're right by the fucking 405. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's the nationally known worst road in the country, and that's like where people choose to stay so much. I've heard that, and like growing up in Omaha, where there's potholes everywhere, to the fact there were people in order to get it filled would like spray paint penises on it. Yeah, yeah, because you know, fight the power. And I mean, 12-year-olds got a 12-year-old. 
You know it's a 40-year-old man. Yeah, it's yeah. more like a, some 70-year-old dude <laughs> who just shows up with a walker and a spray paint can. He's actually, he wasn't trying to do a penis, but it just like his arms set in in a pattern. And he just, he, like, he didn't know it. what he was doing. Bless him. Uh, he was doing rocket ships. He was like, we're going to the moon! That was weird. I don't know what that I like, was. I like that. No, it was. I like, like the act out that no one can see what I was doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my week has uh, been mostly mostly in LA. Like mm-hmm. flying out on Frontier was a pain in my ass. Yeah, yeah. Frontier. I did. I did. I'm used to flying American and United. And go, oh, they all have allowed me to bring two bags on for free. No, mm-hmm. I can get at least a free drink out of this. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it'll be on time. I mean that sometimes. <laughs> no, no, Frontier was not on time. It was a nightmare. Of and course, especially yeah. like when you're landing at eleven PM LA time, which is two to three AM Omaha uh-huh. time. It was hell. Yeah. Um How's I, that jet lag treating you? With, Did you just like fight through it or one, I woke up at like eight, but I felt like I slept until noon. Okay. So it was nice. Uh I was Pretty tired in the morning. Then I went to the uh, bu- uh, boulevard, the Hollywood Boulevard, did my touristy stuff, mm-hmm. get that out of the way. Saw Madame Tuzel's li- uh, wax. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was actually kind of, I'm going to let with you. That was kind of fun. I've I wish, never done it. Um, I'm not opposed to doing it either. I've just never done it. There's a room that's dedicated to just Marvel characters. And then oh, there's a little, like a little closet side room with just the Iron Man Mach 3 armor. And they mm. play Black Sabbath Iron Man. I went, I'm 15 again. Let's do this. That, yeah, my parents are coming to town. So maybe that's something we're going to be. I only do that kind of stuff when with, I'm showing yeah. people. Like, I... I can't stand Hollywood Boulevard on, oh, like, a Tuesday. Like, I, that's just the worst experience I, for me. I did not know that when people come up to you in a Spider-Man costume and says, let's take a picture, oh, this is fun and cute, ha, and then they ask you for five bucks. Oh, yeah, no, you... Yeah, didn't know that was a thing. Or, uh, it's not so much a problem anymore because of SoundCloud, but it used to no, be, No, I like, still get guys with CDs. Yeah, they'll hand, put the CD in your hand and be like, now it's 30 bucks, and it's like, I don't need your bad... <laughs> songs <laughs> well guy would walk up because i was wearing a weird al shirt I was like hey man nice weird al shirt where are you from it's like, nebraska oh i have a guy from link i was like okay all this is not true sure people love weird al but people who love weird al don't talk to other people <laughs> <laughs> we stay to ourselves <laughs> um i got one genuine compliment from like uh, those tour guys that were like passing it out all right so i was wearing the weird al shirt i'm walking by he was on the phone talking to a friend put the phone down go nice shirt and went back in, and he wasn't selling me shit. All right, look at you getting strangers to compliment you. It was nice, um, but and then I also saw the Death Museum. Okay, okay, listen, it's not a touristy thing. Fucking go. That's one that I I've heard a lot about. I I mean to go one they day. Have John Wayne Gacy's uh, clown shoes see, and drawings. Sure. Why do I need to see them? Like I feel like that's it's just fun. gonna hypnotize me, and I'm gonna start killing some people. Like I don't. I'm very like. It, it didn't make me value life because I think at this <laughs> point in my comedy career, nothing will. Fair but enough. yeah, <laughs> I've been through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes me go like, oh, all right, this is weird. Uh, and I need to. I need to feel something, and this makes me feel scared. I like it. See, like the true crime uh obsession lately yeah. it's just like i i don't mind a good uh murderer story like there, there's yeah. some fun ones but like why are there so many documentaries about the same serial killers like it's just like there's like seven ted bundy shit i saw like, going on when the uh miniseries for oj simpson was out mm-hmm. uh I, I id television had a little miniseries on oj simpson espn I, also had their documentary at the i would same watch time. the fuck out of espn's oj that simpson one was great yeah, yeah that also was the uh the the 
the one, the other Wait, one. Thirty for thirty. I'm not a sports guy, but thirty for thirty. I, I know. Surprisingly I'm a, good. I'm a big sports guy. Thirty for thirty is great. I saw the uh, Brooklyn, the Celtics versus Lakers documentary. Okay, it's that's fucking a good cool. One. It's actually really cool. Uh, the, my favorite one is it's called Broke. It's just about athletes that lost all their money and why they lost all their money. Yes. And it's like, is Barkley Barkley's in? Barkley's it. in it. Oh uh, yeah, and he talks about how he just gambled it all away. Did- Barkley's never really been broke in his life. Like, there might have been a minute where he didn't have money, quote, quote, True. but he had enough friends to buy him a plane kind of thing. Is Jordan in it? No, Jordan is not in okay, it. Jordan I, doesn't talk to anyone about that's, anything. That's, do you think he'll talk to you about Space Jam? Do you think that's the one, like, if you get him, like, he'll, he won't talk to you, but if you mention Space Jam, he's just all chat all the time. What if he is? <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like you're like, what if he's like that? And I'm like, what if he, he is, is, though? Like, holy shit. What if he's the reason that website is still on? Because like, he goes. What if he just paid LeBron to do this? What if he was like, hey, LeBron, I really need you to make Space Jam too. Why would, if he loves Space Jam, we're assuming he does. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love, like, off-brand Roger Rabbit? And off-brand Roger Rabbit? No, Roger is Rabbit a, is off-brand Bugs Bunny. No, no, not sir. in terms of bunnies. <laughs> not in terms of bunny character. I'm saying you have one really oh, well-crafted oh, okay. quality film. By movie. By mo- one, I thought you were saying Bugs God, Bunny no. was the off-brand Roger Rabbit, and the child said something very recently about that. She was up. like, he's like, I really wish I could watch more Roger Rabbit cartoons. And I'm like, there are no Roger there Rabbit is, cartoons. There is. There's like two little shorts. He, he's not aware of those two though he means bugs bunny he That's, has no idea what he's, he's a bug bunny stand no he doesn't know he just wants to watch roger rabbit and he was like no he's the roger rabbit with the carrot and the he's always talking to the duck and i'm like no that's bugs bunny he's like no that's roger rabbit and i'm like i'm gonna beat up a child no like this is not gonna go well yeah, yeah, i remember roger rabbit's fame uh like most famous sketch which was ducks even rabbit season yeah yeah you know yeah. that with uh donald duck you know yeah <laughs> It's weird seeing Roger Rabbit as a Disney character when, like, I've seen... There was, like, so many more non-Disney characters in that film. It's weird mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. Other than that, my week consisted of doing two shows already. Yeah. Both of them with you in them. Well, one of them was, like, a, a half bucket. Yes. Yeah, it was yes. a bucket spot. But uh, uh, the other one was... Uh, I did 15 minutes on it. Yes. So, like, that was fun. Did a solid eight. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was, was good. A, it was a good show. We had an odd amount of people there, literally, because it was sick. Fifteen people, maybe. Fifteen, yeah. 15? That's not right. about that right. Yeah. It was fun. It's not um, a number. It was. I liked. It. For some reason, one I liked. It was just a, a perfect square with some mm-hmm. guy playing. Because uh, like the background's kind of a similar, not in like in a square, but very small with just like chairs. Like yeah, it's chairs. just a little black box yeah. theater called the Fourth Wall. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's an open mic space here. You you sign up. There's actually online. an open mic right before. Yeah. 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 There's open mics there literally all day. Like, tomorrow you can go at 1 p.m. and do 15-minute spots. Oh, I might actually swing by. Yeah, it's, do that. It's a, it's a good oh, I'm idea. Recording, I'm recording with uh, Kevin. No, oh, Sean. Cool. Sean. Actually, I'm recording with Sean tomorrow. Sean White. Yes. Okay, very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, I'm really excited for that. Um, it's going to be really but, cool. Oh, yeah. I'm, He's really funny. I have, like, three back-to-back tomorrow. I have Sean, Kevin, and Ian. Oh, shoot. So I can't wait to spend my night just watching everyone's... <laughs> everyone's specials? Everyone's specials. Do you, did everyone already pick theirs? No. Uh, Sean was originally Black Dynamite. He said, Black Dynamite, unless you want something that's relative to my comedy. He went, yeah, because I'm going to ask you, why did you pick this? And why does it inspire you? It's like, <laughs> all right, then not Black Dynamite. <laughs> Which is too bad, because I've never seen the movie. I've only seen the TV show. I want to see Black Dynamite. I've seen... I'm pretty sure I've seen both. But it's been like a long, I've, long time. I've seen Undercover Brother. 
I've, yeah, I've definitely yeah. seen Undercover Brother. And what's the one where it would... We're not, like, the, we are not thinking, the audience no, that have a podcast. I'm the Jewish book. version of those movies. Shut up. Huh, the Hebrew Hammer, that was what it no, was called. Don't. Is that yeah. a 70s or a 90s movie? It was a 90s movie, but it was the same. It was that movie, but with Jewish people. I'm in. Like, I'm it was in. a joke of a movie. It was ridiculous. Uh, it was, what was his name? Adam, he was on Friends for a little bit. He played Chandler, or the guy Chandler replaced Joey with at Roommates. Like, I know that part, and that's not an okay thing, oh. but I know this is the one character this oh, guy's I know who you're talking his about. His entire career. But I fucking hate Friends. Okay, well, like, well, it's, it's boring. It's, it's, not, it does, it's not the best show, but, like, hating it now is just, like, petty. It's, no, it's like, more like, man, I hate things that were popular for over a decade. It's not, I guess, like, <laughs> like, okay, like, uh, my, my mom loves turning on TV before I went to sleep. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. sitting through Seinfeld, King of Queens, and Friends. And two of those are, like, this is the most boring thing ever, and it is King of Kings and Friends. See, they're not on the same level. No. King of Queens is, it was a... It was a good sitcom at its time. It was like, Friends it was, has it's not as I can't do laugh tracks so well anymore, so I don't want to no. rewatch Friends. No. But Seinfeld's laugh track almost feels like a joke of itself. Seinfeld is okay with it. Like yeah. I but I even have problems rewatching Seinfeld. Like yeah. that the laugh track just breaks it for me. I, I just don't want it anymore. Simpsons does a really good job. Simpsons did a really great job in removing the laugh track uh in doing that. I mean, Simpsons was it's pioneer of everything it did though until it wasn't i mean until it wasn't <laughs> until it you wasn't. know what i mean the first 15 seasons of the simpsons that's your pioneer. Yeah, that's, that's fair i don't know where i cut it off but i'll put somewhere in that I've, range i've been told that a good cutting off point was the behind the musics episode because that's what they wanted their last episode oh and every now and then while i'm walking or driving i think how would i end the simpsons and i, I have my end of the simpsons what is it one it's a christmas special okay yeah start with christmas you end of christmas and then, it doesn't fucking matter what the episode is, last moment, it goes to black and it opens up and it's crusty saying, do you want another cartoon? And it opens to like, I don't know, fucking Futurama or Disney <laughs> or something like that. It's like, that's not what I want. That'd be a fun way to end it. That'd be a fun way. I wanted them to end it after the movie. That I thought that was the easy... Easy out? Easy out's the wrong word, the right out. That's where yeah. you go out. It wasn't the best movie of all time by any movie, stretch. If that movie came it, out 10 years earlier, it would have been fantastic. Like, with Conan writing it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, it yeah. amazing. No, they had that staff in, but, like, it is what it is. It is. There's some good moments. Yeah. I, I still quote some of it. I remember the, the rock in the hard place joke That's... very vividly. We were Homer just getting nailed on the boat. I remember I was uh, I was hired to lead, not to read. It's... Yeah, I forgot about that. And it was a bummer because they, they made it Arnold Schwarzenegger for non-Simpsons fans, when it should have been the Schwarzenegger... Parody character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been funny. Uh, such a damn. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's 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 good. Fun. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's it's good. It's not great. I didn't. I saw it on. I want to say like the day after New Year's, like a year yeah. ago, because I was too hungover to move anymore. That's and like they always movie. do a Simpsons marathon on like TBS or one of those Ooh. channels or FX. FX, yeah. Yeah, FX always does a Simpsons marathon. I hated the idea of Disney Plus until they said, where have all the Simpsons? I was like, all right, well. No, I love the idea of Disney Plus from the get-go. I was like, yeah, let's diversify Netflix and end up with one streaming service. <laughs> let's let's do that. Let's let's try and, uh, you know how like streaming services was a great uh, substitution for all the complicated cable uh, solutions? Let's get eight more of those. <laughs> let's get eight more of them. Although apparently Hulu uh, 
Disney Plus is going to be an add-on to Disney. To, it's like, fine. Yeah. Fair. It's going to start that way. Start. <laughs> you got and about then, three months <laughs> before they're like, nope, we're just owning Hulu now. Well, they own most of Hulu already. Hey. That, that's why I was like, why don't we just put it on Hulu? Because uh, Disney Cause wants that money. money. I know. Same reason why I keep seeing 100 advertisements for the goddamn Lion King. You know, I wasn't as like thrown the lion king as i expected to be the lion king dumbo and aladdin for whatever reason like i expected to be mobbed with it beyond compare and it was like compared to nebraska where i see none of it like i didn't i forgot the dora movie existed because i didn't yeah no that was a surprise when all of a sudden there were ads everywhere for dora or i didn't know about this 47 meter 47 meters oh i just randomly saw ads for that too i and i was like oh these movies exist The Dora one is weird because I remember like hearing rumors about it and genuinely I believed it was a joke. Me too. Like, I never knew that they were actually going forward with a teenage Dora the Explorer movie. Like I never took that seriously and the- now it's out and I'm like, what? Or it's about to be out. Did you read the novelized? Okay, so apparently- No, I didn't read the okay. novelized version of whatever yeah. we're going to okay. talk about. What's let's happening talk, here? Let's talk about the novelization of Dora the Explorer movie because it got leaked and people were sending pictures. It's batshit insane. How do they already have a novelized version of a movie that hasn't come out yet? Why is that what came they out always, first? Like, what is they happening? Always, they always like try and go at the same time. It's for the Jesus. book fairs. Anyways, so apparently- for the book fairs? Yeah, apparently Swiper- Like at schools? Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes a little bit of sense. So Swiper apparently stops, turns to the camera and goes- what, do you think I like doing this? I have a family to feed. And I go, you know what? Fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Backpack and map only come in a hallucinogen, like, drug sequence. Good. Good. You know Boots is voiced by Danny Trejo? Boots the monkey? Shut the fuck up. This no. is 100% a thing that I'm I looked up on Wikipedia. We got, you, I'm buying a ticket now. Yeah. I can't, no, nothing will make me and feel weird. Swiper is uh, somebody else that's yeah. like, what the fuck, that guy's the voice? We're doing it. And apparently the book will also, because apparently it was, I'm going to guess some 30-year-old intern who had dreams of being a writer, was writing, <laughs> come on, kids, yell at Boots, come on. And Boots said nothing, because he's a monkey. And that's in the book. Like, yes. <laughs> See, Break here's the thing. Definitely not an intern. Definitely a bitter writer, though. <laughs> that guy's like 40, and he was like, I was going to write the next E.T. or some <laughs> shit. He's like, I'm writing the Dora the Explorer novel. I heard also the Superman 3 novelization is just bonkers. I, I, I mean, maybe. I, also, I, I don't know who's writing the novelizations of movies. Like, it just seems like the backwards way to do it. Hey, you want a longer version of the thing you just saw? I bought the novelization of Mega Man 2. The game. But there was a plot to Mega Man? No, I thought it was just, no. hey, this vacuum cleaner was going across okay. and fighting penguins. Technically, there's a plot to Mega Man 2, but we're going to ignore that because the book does... Um, but there's a <laughs> the no, book does. yeah there's a series of power books in the 80s that were like Master Blaster and Mega Man 2 and a bunch of other games and uh, Mega Man 2 says oh man Wiley has all these robots go yeah we're gonna uh, we're gonna give you this power up and that power up accidentally turns him human and they don't they don't address it like he now has and they say you're mortal you can get hurt Mega what? Man it's only used to Is say the opposite of what Mega Man is yes and every chapter you're gonna go Oh yeah, Mega Man can feel this. It hurts. And every boss, you know, the reason that you buy the games, yeah. one sentence fight every time. Oh my I God. love it. And then in the back they said, if you like this book, and they list a bunch of books like How to Eat Fried Worms, followed by iRobot. And I went, This is intended to first graders. 
iRobot's a good book. It is, but uh, not for a seven-year-old. But Obviously, it is. Maybe they meant the novelized version of the movie <laughs> iRobot instead Since of Since this yeah, was in like the 80s? <laughs> no. Oh, good point. <laughs> Will Smith was still a novelty rapper. Hey, he wasn't just novel. Yes, he was. Him Fresh and Marky Prince. Mark. I'll give you Marky Mark, but Fresh Prince parents don't, just don't understand was a fucking banger, man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, but yeah, that's my week. Just read. I, be, I also bought my uh, book at the uh, at a bookstore right on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, there's bookstores still? Yeah. Jesus, man. I What's found... going on in Omaha? <laughs> in I, 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 there's some, a lot of bookstores in Omaha. It's fun. But it was about, it's a, actually, it's a book about the uh, critical analysis of each of the Godzilla movies from 54 to 90 something, 96, I think. All right. And I, since I'm a big, Godzilla fan. It's awesome. It's a great read. Also, they include King Kong because King Kong inspired Godzilla. Makes so that's sense. That's cool. Um, but that's been my week. It's been fun. I love LA so far. I mm. love the ocean. I, I mean, this is home. I yeah. I've been uh, very much at home in the past week, so I didn't go around doing touristy stuff. No, no, because no. you don't have to. I don't have to. Nor do I really want to. What I have to like. Go take a picture with Spider. Out of all the characters in Madame Tussauds, everyone has their actor's name. Even like Captain America is Chris Hems- uh, Chris Evans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There's one person that's not an actor, and it's Spider Man. So they just have a Spider Man. They just have a Spider Man that's from decades ago. It's like just take a picture of Spider Man. It makes you feel like a kid again. That's funny. Uh, that's great. Um, but yeah, and so I texted you and saying, "Hey, I texted you three different dates for this on accident." Yes. But I did say, hey, what do you want to listen to? Today we're listening to Jim Gaffigan's Beyond the Pale. Why did you pick this one? Uh, This was like the first album I remember, or one of the first albums I really remember like getting into stand-up and caring about stand-up and being like, this is something that I find really enjoyable. It was like approachable for, because like it was him and Dane Cook. Were like the two, oddly enough, those were the two. Those that are two I could different like, voices. Yeah, they're two extremely different voices. And I like Dane Cook as a 12 year old, obviously, but yeah. like, I'm not Dane Cook. I'm, I much preferred the sad sack humor. Like, it was much more my speed, much more my brand, much more like what I found funny. Mm-hmm. I don't, I said brand honestly, that was dumb. Like, I feel weird about that, but no, like, it was very much who, like, somebody I would relate to right. watching Gaffigan. And I was a little fat kid, so I wanted to yeah. hear all the food jokes forever. And it is almost all food jokes. Almost joke. entirely food jokes. It's, it's actually impressive as that alone. See, that's a thing that I realized in my comedy that I copied from him and Berbiglia and a couple other people where I'm like, I have one topic and I am not dropping it the entire <laughs> goddamn day. That takes, okay, I was thinking about that while listening to this today, because... Mm-hmm. Every single one of those jokes I've heard a million times, because this, he's a newer comic, but that set's iconic. That set. I mean, it has the Hot Pocket bit. I've never eaten a Hot Pocket and then afterwards been, I'm glad I ate that. I'm always like, I'm gonna die. I paid for that? Did I eat it or rub it on my face? My back hurts. It is amazing. But I was like, why is it so marketable? Uh, One, I think it's because he doesn't let an idea go, which means you can start and stop. Mm -hmm. As like, if you're not comedian or not super passionate about comedy, sometimes like starting and stopping, eh. Yeah, yeah. 
Jim, you can start in the middle, go in the middle. It's like, it's still food. You're good until the last five, 20 minutes. Yeah, like that. It's last. clearly not food. There's like a little bit that's not food and it's all religion and like poking fun at his own religion. And yeah. I mean, that's something I in do too. In more like too. a cutesy way. Like yeah, not in absolutely. a mean way, but more like a haha or weird. See, my favorite part of that is that he has this weird, the bit about like the holidays where he's like, this is what, one of my favorite jokes of all time is his like, Christmas just seems like something a drunk guy would do where he just, you wake up one morning and you're like, why is there a tree in the living room? And he's like, ah, we're decorating it for Jesus. <laughs> now hang your socks on the chimney. Like it's, it's so great. It's perfect. It's, it's a good a joke. joke. And it's, it's nowhere near the rest of his religion jokes. Like in, no. in the special, you know, it's like it's at the beginning. It's a food joke. It's during mm-hmm. the food joke time. Yep, it's right in the middle because it's yeah. when he's talking about holiday foods. He's yeah. not, he's not, because like that's the other, like holiday foods are such a fun topic for me. Like all of these things were so funny to me. It's also like, let's say you're a new comic mm-hmm. and you want to talk about, okay, I was a new comic and I talked about my mental illness. I took mm-hmm. that, but I really just said, Jeremy's sad, and sometimes he thinks about killing himself. And that was really it. I took one idea that has many possibilities and just boiled it down to one. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gaffigan took the broadest idea of food yep. and went every single direction food can go to. Yeah, that's like that's something I idolize in comedy. It's like perfect. that's so like I mean if you if you are aware of my writing habits, what I do is I'm like hippos, and then I just figure out any direction I can take that premise. Yeah. And I do that with hippos. I do that with being colorblind. I do that with being Jewish. And I do that with being a nanny. And that's basically all I'll ever talk about on stage right now. Or and other, fen- a couple fen- other things. And fender benders. Fender benders. We'll call it a fender bender. <laughs> sure. Not a high-speed collision. <laughs> that is my... I remember you told, telling me at the festival and you mm-hmm. just whispers like, I can't ever say this joke. And I go, no, 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 no. You gotta say this. Joke. It's a good joke. I and I'm not putting normally like Richard, hi Richard. When you read this and I'll listen to this in Omaha, normally <laughs> we'll like try and like ask the comic, "Why do you put your joke in there?" It's like, no, not this one. No, this one's not. This one's a treat. Yeah, this one's a. It's a fun one. <laughs> it's a fun I, one that you have to see live. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good. It it is. My my mom was there and she's not a dark comic. Uh, she doesn't. I don't think she likes dark comic as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she listens to my set, so it's weird. Uh, I mean, she's your mom. She's my mom. <laughs> and I, she just didn't listen to your set. She's like, no, I like comedy, but like... All right. We're, <laughs> not we're yours, good, Jeremy. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up to smoke during my set. I mean, she did. I didn't mean to tell you like this, but she definitely just walked out of the room both your set. I'm joking, <laughs> I joking, but I like it, it got like silent for a second, and I was like, oh, no, no, she was well, no, was like, no, because I was like, who the fuck was I staring at? <laughs> Was this like a memento thing? I haven't seen memento, but it feels like something in memento. You haven't seen memento? I'm not a huge Nolan fan. I'm not either, but it's a good one. Okay. I've yeah. only seen the Dark Knight trilogy and Inception, and I hate Inception. Eh, that's fine. It's it it's too it, it pretends to be smart, and I don't like it. I think people read too much into it. That's okay. how I feel. It's like about the Rick it. and Morty situation. I absolutely. Give you that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Rick and, I like Rick and Morty, but like that fan base needs to shut up I for can't. like. Three I, years. I can't we'll say I watch Rick and Morty anymore. Yeah. 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 It's my secret shame. Like, yeah, I would love to wear a Rick and Morty shirt, but I don't want to be a guy who would wear a Rick and Morty <laughs> shirt. Like, I just, yeah. like, I, it's a problem. I, I don't want to, like, 
take over a McDonald's because they don't have the right <laughs> dipping sauce. So, That's I, not... so my Szechuan sauce story is there was a McDonald's by my house. Like, oh, it's out. I want a McFlurry and some nuggets. And I drove <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, do you have it? No, we don't. And I laughed. went, ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, give me a McFlurry. And I drove <laughs> off. That was the end of my day. Yeah. That's yeah. how your day should go. Yeah. Every day you should have a McFlurry. That's really what I try and sell in my podcast. That's actually what this podcast was about. We're brought to you by McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> McFlurries or a blizzard if you're in a pinch. I like blizzards a lot more than no, McFlurries. I, I'm not going to lie. They're, they're highly superior. I just, I just have like, no idea where a Dairy Queen is anymore. I've not seen a Dairy Queen here. I've also not seen like a, a very... I've not seen an unattractive person here. Yeah, LA is weird like that. Yeah, um, going into the beach, taking my shirt off, and go, I am, I'm a beach whale. <laughs> Dude, I lost a lot of weight, and I'm like, huh, I'm still fat here. This sucks. <laughs> oh. I can't lose more weight than this either, or else I'll be dangerous. Like. I wanted to buy a shirt from your guys' club, and I was like, I want to get a large shirt. And you go, small, small, small. Oh, did like, they sell out? It's like, oh, I didn't think that. He's <laughs> like, oh, your comics must be all skinny fuckers. Yeah, no, we're all giant human. I'm the I'm the small guy now. Oh, <laughs> and I'm Peasley, 180 pounds. I'm the small guy in the group. At 190, I'm a Nebraska small. <laughs> um, but no, taking an idea and just going with it. Also, another thing is gimmicks. Like, oh, the voice. The voice is a gimmick, and that's not a bad thing. When yeah. I say gimmick, some comics will go like. Oh, like Dunham and Dunham, or Dunham's not a gimmick. Like it is a gimmick, gimmick. but like Puppet's a gimmick. Puppet is like Dunham is is like I really don't like that people uh, have now taken ventriloquism, magic, it, improv, and all of it is stand up comedy now. Yeah, it's like well, I mean Dunham is like he, he does some stand up. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But like I don't know, like he and he's every not my cup of tea. Any, yeah, obviously. So. No, Dunham's not my cup of tea. Like, he's not my favorite by any stretch. But the guy, he writes okay jokes and he's there to entertain children. Why are we so mad at him about it? <laughs> well, like, that's, that's the thing. Some people think gimmick is lazy. It was like, yeah. Gimmick, my gimmick when I was, like, starting out, I wanted to be Kaufman, which is just a, a fr- uh, key word that means I didn't want to write real jokes. <laughs> you just wanted to be weird? I wanted to be weird. So I wore a tweed jacket. Oh, God. Uh, I've met like 80 of you With now. a black shirt. And I would do kind of sadder jokes. Like the dad joke was originally that. And I would then get my kazoo out and do a little improv kazoo song followed by a sad joke. And that, act, that kazoo song would always accidentally be Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. It Did you... Could could people make out Seven Nation Army burr, on burr, a... Burr, 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 oh, okay. That's fair. I think that's... And it would get a laugh, but my set wasn't written around a gimmick. The gimmick was front and center. Yeah. Gaffigan's voice gimmick is punctuates a joke. It's this transition. It, the yeah. set is written around the gimmick. Like, it is a gimmick, but it's not a gimmick. Like, it is a very well-written joke every it, time. It's yeah. just a weird voice that he puts on. I would say it. a gimmick should be a seasoning, mm-hmm. and that's what Gaffigan's... The voice is a seasoning that... At, amplifies a joke i love the voice it is what keeps gaffigan off those comedy mount rushmore stuff for me though because really past beyond the pale and he his specials are great i'm a big fan of cinco i'm a big fan of oblivion like some of them are amazing but i just i don't need it anymore he needs to do like i've just heard everything that he could do maybe not everything i'm sure there's more but like i feel like i've heard all of the 
self-deprecating inner thoughts that other people are having towards him. I actually and I like that more so than much. his main joke sometimes. And sometimes. I think, and I think in Beyond the Pale, it's the yes. best. I think that keeps me more than his food jokes because I go, oh, this because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge observational humor guy. Mm-hmm. I especially like, uh, we were talking about Ellen, wasn't a huge Ellen fan, not a huge Seinfeld stand-up fan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Gaffigan is just kind of Seinfeld but with a white trash with, flair. I wouldn't say white trash, more just Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. White yeah. trash is the wrong thing. See, you know that guy the... in your office that's really religious, but also kind of quiet and yes. just, a little, just a little weird? He's that's really Gaffigan. religious, but he's never told you about it. You just happen to know that somehow. Does anything make you feel more uncomfortable than some stranger going, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I'd like you not to. <laughs> you could say that to the Pope. I want to talk to you about Jesus. You'd be like, easy, freak. <laughs> I keep work at work. <laughs> I have to admit, that was a good impression of the Pope. <laughs> he finds office humor, like, super funny. He mm-hmm. thinks Dilbert's great. <laughs> I was going to say Garfield. Dilbert, yeah. Yeah, fuck that, Garfield. That's the right choice, yeah, Gilbert. Yeah. Dilbert time. It. Dilbert. Mm-hmm. But no, I, Beyond the Pale, Pale is just where Gaffigan peaked for me. Like, it's just yeah. such a perfect special. May, partly because he, that... It's a solid 40 minutes on food. That's amazing. It's like a solid 40 minutes on food. 10 minutes of those inner uh, dialogue things that are so funny. It's so good. And like like that joke where he's like, I'm very white. And someone's like, oh, like he polar bear. Like how he gets like four bear jokes in the first minute of a special. It's amazing. It's it's great. Also, I what I love about the voice is it's the great way of knowing where the audience is thinking. Mm-hmm. Like uh, sometimes, let's say you and I write written jokes. We've written jokes that are funny to us, mm-hmm. but the audience. Like I did a joke about I of losing uh, my grandmother, and it's uh, it was a sad time for me. But I ended up going to hospice with a shirt accidentally that said "It's been nice knowing you," oh. and that's funny wearing that in hospice. But explaining that situation, yeah, it, like you got to think where the audience is, and I think mm-hmm. Jim Gaffigan in a very textbook way shows you what the audience is thinking because the audience most of the time is thinking his little self-deprecating thing. in a way for in sure because i mean i don't think anyone like his sky mall joke where he's no. like i only buy food on sky mall and it's like i work at sky mall yeah. he does that joke like nine times and it always but he, he does it he does it, it like always twice works. in this set yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's it's very funny i think he's also especially in this one a master at it's the dumbest joke but there's so many layers that make it like so well written. Cause like the one that comes to mind is his Cinnabon joke where he's like, is it a Cinnabon or a beanbag chair? Can I sit in it? Like that's the dumbest. It's adorable. And then there's like eight layers of like, can I sit in it? And he's like, this is a dumb joke. Like seven times. I'm it's trying so to think good. why this is so mass marketable. Cause like that is just, Jim Gaffigan is like entry level. Not a bad way. Jim Gaffigan is something every person can listen to no like i said he, he turned me on to comedy when i was 12 and it yeah. made sense part of it is he's clean which yep. i admire i'm trying to be more clean even though i did like a really dirty 15 minutes yesterday i'm like pg dirty like i can say stuff that is dirty but i can always change the language to sound clean i've been i've been getting on a lot of uh jewish shows like for orthodox jewish people like in a Synagogue? Yes. Like how like sometimes you can get booked on a church? Yes. Okay. But you see like in Omaha there aren't uh, Jews. We have a couple. 
<laughs> I was going to say synagogues, but it did sound like I was about to say, we have a couple issues. Yeah, no, that's what you you were probably thinking. <laughs> we have a couple. I think we have us and maybe two synagogues. I'm sure you have one, two, or three. You probably have a reform and an orthodox, or a couple reform and an orthodox, or an orthodox reform and conservative. Probably. Those are the real only options. I'm going to live with you. Probably. Mm-hmm. I just learned we had a Greek Orthodox church and I've oh, been living yeah. there for 17 years. It's like, oh, I didn't thought you all were, we thought we were all Lutheran or not. <laughs> or Catholic. Yeah, but that's yeah. what, but so like. What's it like at, like at performing in a church or a place of worship? It's interesting. Uh, it's weird in a place of worship, like when you're on the it's the bima in a temple. I don't know what it is in uh, a church with the literal stage. Pulp. Oh, the altar. Altar. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was both an altar boy and a Catholic substitute teacher. I was a Hebrew school teacher for Jewish day school kids. I, I was and seventeen. I slept most of it. Yeah, I was like sixteen. Yeah, they, we shouldn't have been in charge of kids. You know what? I put that on a resume when I applied to be a nanny. <laughs> so. So do you think that means I could know? You know what? That joke's not even funny to me. The idea of working with a kid for 12 hours. Yeah, it's uh, it can like, be a handful. It sounds like hell. I like it. But I also am basically a child. Yeah, like, it's true. You are Why wearing, I like Catholic so much. That is true. You're wearing a shirt with dinos on Yeah, it. that also look like ice cream cones. It's true. It's true. Um, That's what I like about it. <laughs> do they look like ice cream? Yeah, they're, they're dinosaurs that look like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not ice cream that looks like dino. Mm-hmm. Wait, so... You said you hadn't seen this special before. I or? thought I, I thought I didn't. I'm not okay. good with names. And then I heard it immediately. Like I've heard this special. Mm. If not, because I used to listen to it on Pandora. Gaffigan pulls up a lot on Pandora. Yeah, he's gotta be like one of the most yeah. wanted listeners. So listened. He, no matter like I could have been right. on Tenacious D Radio. I could have been on. I can't even think of another comic right now. I could have been on Daniel uh, Tosh's. Pandora, mm. Gaffigan's always there. Kyle Kinane was the one I usually on. Gaffigan's always there. He just fits in anybody's, because it's just funny. It's No just one per- doesn't think about cake at some point in their it's life. It's funny. Yeah. The only thing that isn't funny, and it's something that has thankfully been moving away. Man, those intro sketches before oh, specials, yeah. they're always garbage. Mulaney's the only good one, because there's clearly production in it. And it's also under a minute. Yeah, his is long. Is like, this long? It was funny when I was like 12. 12. Yeah. yeah. I really liked it then. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Tell your jokes. I prefer just start the show. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't need to see. I know who you are. Give Make me know who you are on stage. Don't, exactly. Don't make, don't write some weird sketch beforehand. You know what I, I was thinking about is that not only through callbacks where like, uh, I think he does a phone callback. Mm-hmm. From yeah, from a sketch to there, he also does a cake callback multiple times. Yeah, uh, and being a pig, like there's little callbacks. It it creates like everything feels like one solid piece, not just I'm doing a series of jokes. Yep, which neither of them are bad, but Gaffigan, even with that and the th- like everything being one topic for almost mm-hmm. the entirety of it, it's it feels like a chunk. It just it feels dense, like it feels like I'm listening to an hour's worth of one joke yeah 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 no i it is basically like that that 40 minutes of just food is an hour of one, of the same joke over and over again yeah. just retold different ways and i love that yeah it, it's something like that needs to i wish came back into comedy a lot more honestly because so? 
maybe maybe I'm weird about it because of how the LA scene works, but I feel like everyone their type five needs to have like six different premises, six different topics. Everybody has all these things, and then I see some like there's a couple like uh, I think Shane Torres is one that comes to mind. He had a five minute bit on Conan where he just talked about Guy Fieri, and like everybody else when they go on Conan have like. First, I'm going to be talking about, like, this is me. Now I'm going to be like, oh, how come millennials be? And how come I've got a, the Trump? And now I got to talk about food. And now I got to talk about holidays. Now I got to talk about the Maybe just one thing. Yeah. And I really miss that. I, I really like long form bits about one topic. There's something there's something nice about that. I think what it does is it, I don't know what it is. I think it just allows you to settle in. Uh it's just that's your focus now you don't have to overthink it you don't have to do that also then as a writer i think what it does is it focuses on your joke writing types Mm -hmm. micro to macro macro to micro misdirection rules of three it allows you to focus on that and take your topic and see how it fits into that Mm -hmm. and i think as a writer i think that that adds a bit more uh creativity to you yeah and like at the end of the day we're storytellers and this is a you tell a story about one thing. You don't tell a story about a hundred things at once. Right. And like, if there's like this whole thing where it's like, everyone wants to be a brand more than just tell a good story. It's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying with the this intro sketch. Everyone needs to show you who they are on stage so much instead of what they're thinking about. I, I think it's, they want to project an ideal, not show you who you yeah, are. Yeah. A good comment. Uh, you and I were watching Sean White. Yeah, Sean yeah. White's a great comic. The minute Sean White talks and like he's telling the story, not the entire set was about his dad. Yep, dad's funeral. It's the, a perfect example. One perfect of the funniest example. bits I've ever heard. Fucking amazing. Honestly. I, I was almost out of breath. I was exhausted with laughter. Um, but you know who he is. Mm-hmm. My set, I try and I do jump around. I talk about, uh, but I do try and keep general theming. Yeah. Talking about anxiety. Talking about. I have a sex pit in the middle. You know, and then I end it with. But everything's always kind of self-deprecating. But there's like, I I don't think Think everyone needs to have like one bit. I just, it's like, I miss that happening. It it feels like I don't see as many specials and as many comics doing that. I say be consistent. Mm -hmm. Because like a good example is, when's the last time you heard uh, Class Clown? Not in a long time. Okay, Class Clown, I love Class Clown. I'm not a Carlin fan. Mm-hmm. I think Car- later Carlin gets way too political for his own good. I, I love think Carlin, but I love early. I like Class Clown a lot. Yeah, yeah, Class Clown's one of my favorites because it's a hypothesis mm-hmm. of Class Clown equals anti-authoritative, and just even though he talks about many different topics, you still see that one topic going through. If you're writing a set, whether you're doing a five, you're doing a twenty, mm-hmm. have some consistency, or else your audience will feel like you're being jumped around. Yeah, I like to put it. Um, every time I go up on stage, I have a thesis statement at yep. the beginning. I very much do that. And ba- my whole set after that is going to be somehow based on that. Like the the set last night, my thesis is I'm in so much pain right now. Right. So everything I had was just about my life sucks because of this. And it hurts because of this. And it's bad because of this. And yep. everything keeps building on that. And then I have like eight minutes on being colorblind to end it. (laughs) It was a good, it was, I actually like your colorblind jokes. I am colorblind though. That is a fact. I find it very boring. Everyone else thinks it's cool. I fucking hate it. Because every time someone finds out, I have to do, what color is that? Tell me what color is that? 
don't play that game with me. I can't win. I call that game, test my disability. Colorblindness is the only disability you can play that game with. You can't go up to your buddy in a wheelchair and be like, hey, Benny, you see those stairs? Can you climb them? That makes you the asshole. And mine was, uh, especially when I'm out of town, I always frame my jokes as, let me introduce you who I am. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a fun little way. makes me seem more like a... Because the weird thing about comedy is that comedy does not form in nature. It is a <laughs> one-sided conversation where you need yep. to shut the fuck up. And so, like, you do that. And so you're just listening to Jim Gaffigan talk to you about food for 40 minutes, which, if you put it that way, sounds incredibly creepy. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah. Like, if you, if you were to describe, like, a Mulaney special, I'm like, oh, he talks about TV, and he talks about stories with celebrities. It's so much fun. But Gaffigan, I'm like, yeah, he tells you about Jesus and food. Jesus. And I said, <laughs> he talks about cake and... A lot about cake. Uh, a lot cake. about Hot Pockets. A lot uh, about Hot Pockets. A lot about Hot Pockets. Actually, that was something that, like, re-listening to it struck <laughs> me. I was like, I remember this being, like, 70% Hot Pockets. And there's, like, a minute, a minute and a half Hot, pocket. hot Pockets. I was, before you even mentioned this, I'd watched, like, I was on Facebook, and I had, like, even though I hate watch, going on Facebook, I sometimes get stuck for hours on Facebook video. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah. Hey. And, uh, Cute dog pictures and videos. Yeah. yeah. My thing. Uh, m mostly clips of IT crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. I just watch IT crowd. It's a good it. show. Great show. We're talking uh, about the British version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's charming. Did the American version ever actually get made? I, there was a season. Okay. It had that guy from Community in it. That that seems like a good casting. Yeah, like it was a like safe Joel McHale yeah. and uh, and the same guy, yeah. Richard. Oh, uh, that's Richard, weird. I'm, I I can never pronounce his last name. I'm a big fan of like yeah. British panel game shows. Oh, dude, like the countdown. Like count eight out of ten cats does oh, countdown. I love love it's that. my favorite. I hate Jimmy Carr in anything but panel shows. I love Jimmy Carr so much. I uh, <laughs> I okay. Hate's not a good word. Whenever he does crowd work, I go. This is the most staged thing. It's like it's like a magician watching another magician goes. Oh, yeah. this is. I know what he's... It's a force. Yeah, no, he's... Especially in specials, obviously. Oh, His God. crowd work is probably much oh, better in person. But it's, like, I bet it's amazing. Why, like, a special, it's weird. I don't like crowd work specials, for one. I just no. love one-liners. I admire it so much because it's something I cannot do. Period. So, yeah. like, Jimmy Carr, Mitch Hedberg, those guys are oh, just, Mitch like, Hedberg's gods amazing. to me. One of my favorites. Um, They're on the same level for me, Jimmy yeah. Carr and Mitch. Like, and I know that's oh, really? sacrilegious that's, no, that's for so many it. people. I can see it. I just think they're the two best at what they did. And, like, all respect to Stephen Wright and, like, so many other oh, people. Yeah. But it's Jimmy Carr and Mitch Hedberg for yeah. me. Such a big fan of both of them. This was a good... This was not a special I was laughing at a lot. This was a Beyond special... I, yeah, this was a special I go, I, I see what he's doing. This is actually really... It's technically really cool. It's old too. It's really old. Yeah, like it it holds up, but it doesn't. It's like I was gonna say Full House, but Full House. It's like it's missing a lot. Like I feel like if he were to do the same special now, like about matter. food, he would have. It would only be about like gluten intolerance and veganism. Like his vegetarian jokes are so. Old. old. They they weren't old at the time, but like the idea of like I'm a vegetarian, but I don't eat. I do eat meat. Like it's an old joke. Is it his pacing? Because I think it's. I think. What maybe it's just because it's very slow. Mm. Like his is very slow, and especially on one topic, it does feel very. Uh, 
glacial in a good way. I would say slow burn. Yeah. Uh, for this hour and eleven minute special, um, I don't think you could do a special like this again. I don't think. At, at least at that speed, I don't think you could do one topic at the pacing that Gaffigan does. Those See, jokes. I think you could. I I mean, I don't know who will. But I'm sure there's somebody who's doing that. I bet. Did you see Whitney Cummings' new special? No, I actually, chance? the first time I heard about it, I was driving around uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Go, oh, I didn't know Whitney Cummings had a special. I, I, I'm going to be all Hollywood for a second. I knew she had a special because the comedy club that books me all the time, she ran it there. Like, really? So she'd pop in on the shows all the time and just be like, I have five minutes that I need to work. That's fair. And it was amazing. It was. It's one of my favorite experiences when she would walk in. I kind of want to. I want to watch it. I might watch it. It's a this week. good special. Um, she's not my favorite. I think she's a wonderful, very sweet yeah. person. I think she's very funny. She's not my favorite comic. I, but like, I watched her special. I. It's great. She has probably about forty-five minutes on just sex robots. Oh, so okay. It is there. That's fucking there's, awesome. There's some. There, it's, Sarah Silverman. Oh, why do I think when I think of Sarah Silverman's newest Netflix special, it was mostly poo. Well, that's always yeah, but it was, it was great <laughs> yeah I love Sarah yeah. Silverman but yeah mostly oh, poo but uh, more toilet humor than poo yeah you know? uh, Pat Oswalt's Annihilation was almost it was five minutes about Trump yeah. five to ten and all about his I wouldn't even call that a comedy special yeah that's what I was going to say I was, it was, it's more of a storytelling special yeah like you could go with Minette for this too Hannah Gatsby's yep. and like Aziz's most Aziz, recent yeah. one which is what I wanted to talk about. That but. is true. <laughs> um, Tiggs, I think. Tig Nataro did one about Kevin Cancer, I think. It wasn't so much a special when she had her cancer special. It was more or less like she walked on stage and had 10 minutes of cancer material the day she got diagnosed. And that was amazing. Oh. But like... Uh, Tig, Tig is a phenomenal writer. She's great. Holy she's, hell. She's one of those people that it's like, man, it's really a shame she just never broke that's why i hate the phrase a comedian's comedian and go that just means that that nerds like us love it like but i mean that's what it is a comedian's comedian yeah kyle canadian is another one i go man kyle canadian's getting better better it gets bigger there's i mean like hannibal burris was a comedian's comedian for a while until eric andre until eric andre and broad city like i guess i I never saw it because i didn't have tea i would i can watch eric andre clips on youtube i just didn't yeah. I mean, I just, Brad City's huge. And it, he, it's, he's not even the star of it, obviously, yeah, no. but like it catapulted him. And then he was in like, he's not the know, city like or the brand. and shit. Yeah. And he was in Louie for a while. He was my, fa- even though I don't like neighbors, he was my favorite part of neighbors. Like as the cop. Well, I mean, it wasn't hard to be my favorite part of that movie. I feel That's like there fair. weren't like a lot of other highlights. There was the stoned policeman. There were, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. But also that was, that's just super bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And cops being like dumb kids that's funny they'll always be funny mm-hmm. dumb cops are the best i mean yeah. super troopers was a great movie Reno there's always going to be cop comedies that's something that's always going to be out there i think yeah and then the uh, police academy police yeah yeah that's trying co- to think like, partly about cops i mean wasn't there like a jake johnson damon wayne's movie like where they were cops yeah, when they, they they dress up in Halloween costumes as cops, and like everyone thought they were cops. That's an SNL. and then there was Ride Along. Yeah, that's an SNL sketch. Like that, they, the We Are Cops. That's an SNL sketch, just like stretched out to an hour. 
I mean, there's so many movies that are an SNL sketch stretched out to an hour, including SNL, SNL sketches movies. that have been stretched. Like Superstar was okay, but that was an hour Blues and a half. Blues Brothers is good because it was never a sketch. They didn't have jokes. Yeah, it wasn't on. a it wasn't a sketch. They just wrote a movie. In fact, in fact, the original Blues Brothers thing on SNL isn't funny. It's no. not. It's just good music. Yeah, it's just them playing music. Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd not talking about aliens for five minutes, so it's pretty good. But outside of the Blues Brothers, what's like the best SNL movie? Like I've heard MacGruber is pretty good in a in in a cult classic way, which just means not a good movie, but funny. When you add in a, it means I'm not gonna go see it. Yeah, like that's what. Um, the ladies' man. I didn't see it, but how are you? Okay, I mean, sure, I guess. I yeah, heard, maybe I've heard like, it might be. Great. I, I can only think the worst one was Pat. Oh God. Yeah. And the Pat did not age. Pat didn't age well when Pat that shouldn't have been made when it came out. Like that wasn't a good idea when it came out. No, no, it wasn't. No. I'd say Night at the Roxbury might be the best SNL. Sure, I can go with movie. that. Wasn't there two? It was Bruce Jacob character. No, 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 no. Because it feels like it. It's an SNL. Because I mean, that's what. Uh, it's Rob. I'm sure Rob Schneider pitched that sketch a billion times. <laughs> okay, like, well, do Adam Sandler movies where he's doing the same shtick from SNL count? No, because they're better when he's doing them in the movies. I'm a oh, big Adam Sandler movie. Is there a like, apologist? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna level with you. Um, Jacob and I, Jacob, my twin brother, they'll uh-huh. always fight me on like all Adam Sandler movies are garbage. Go no, no, no. There's a cutoff point. There's a cutoff, and it's Click because pre-Click, I think Adam Sandler plays dumb idiot who's not good and tries to get good mm-hmm. post click he's the only man in the universe with the biggest dick and everything revolves around him when did the longest yard come out is that pre or post pre because longest yard is one of my favorite adam right. Seven. and that is no i have a big dick and yeah, everyone loves me because you're also, right but like that's a good version but i'm of in it. prison yeah so. but i'm in prison because i put myself here yeah that's that is the kind of like Cut, like, right on the line. That was the only time he was really good at it, I would yes. say. Um, Big Click Daddy's... okay. Big, it's fine. It does that heart, It does that thing later Adam Sandler movies do where third act, they do something really sad to yeah. make you think that this movie has heart. When as Big Daddy does it, it's actually really good. Big Daddy was good, but Big Daddy, he was not, I'm the best in the world. No. Nope. He was sad. He was a man-child. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, a young John Stewart is in it, and that yeah. freaks me out every time I see it. There are so many times when I'll watch, well, Jon Stewart, I mean, like a young Jon Stewart to me still meant he was like on The Daily Show at that time. But he, he was on MTV, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so or, No, weird. it was on Comedy Central, but like Comedy Central, yeah. still like. It's weird. It was, it is weird Just, because like I didn't think of him as an actor at any point. No, he's. Except uh, Death to Smoochie in that. Oh, fuck. Is he in Death to Smoochie? Yeah, he's like the studio executive or something. That's like right. That. Yeah. It's weird seeing Danny DeVito as a director because he's not bad. He has his own style. I love Danny DeVito. I love Danny DeVito. Big Danny DeVito guy. As a person. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, the new Ju- or Jumanji. Shit, he's in that. playing The Rock. I'm in. You know what? It, or The Rock is playing him, yeah. I should say. I would love to see what... The Rock views Danny DeVito as. Mm-hmm. Does he view Danny DeVito as we view him as relatable and obtainable? Because I don't think he does. I, I don't know. But someone could tell The Rock what to do. I don't think The Rock... Ha- he seems like a great guy, but he seems also like seems it. like a golden retriever or a black lab where you could just throw a ball and he'll go get it for you. I think my favorite like movie review title is the, someone needs to introduce The Rock to better directors. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Yeah. No, The Rock gets... 
Dorak is one of my favorite SNL hosts because he really gives 110%. Like, there's a skit. He's a wrestler. He's done Oh, he's, he's always been an actor. Yeah. He was the Tooth Fairy. Anyways, if you could take anything to learn from this special to improve mm-hmm. it yourself, what would it be, considering you haven't already said that for like an hour? So? Yeah, the inner voice is the one that I should focus on more because I already... How so? Uh, it's a nice little... It's not a gimmick I would like to use. But the idea of writing those jokes like is so smart. What they're thinking. Not only that, just what are they? Th- what would they say to this? What would somebody's comeback be to this? It's a great way to do it. It also then reforms your previous joke because mm-hmm. at that point you go, why are they? Why aren't they saying something? Why isn't there a funny rebuttal? Oh, is because my original joke isn't something they're even considering or thinking about. Right. Of course. Like the the Cinnabon when there's someone's commenting on it, the the comment is. This guy has his pants off in most jokes. It's a great line. It's funny. The closest I ever get to that is it's always a backup joke if it ever happens, but I always open with that suicide joke mm-hmm. with the idols. And then I do a joke that always gets people kind of sad, like my dad leaving or something like that. And that's when I get a, a, an awe. And I love stopping for a minute and talking to the audience. Like, you guys knew I talked about it, killing myself. Mm-hmm. And, no, and everyone was on board. That's my favorite part. Yeah. It's just fun. It's fun messing with the audience, but I get too scripted and can't. And that's one reason I like Gaffigan. He's super scripted. You can be scripted. Some people think you need to be loosey-goosey or you need to just let it riff, man. It's like jazz. Uh, I disagree. (laughs) Rich can cut to every time I think I've referenced jazz in a podcast. Probably every, because you've already referenced it more than once. Yeah, it's about the words you don't say sometimes. (laughs) But uh, you can also just shoot at you what? I said, I want to throw a shoe at you for that. Listen, man, Kind of Blue is a really good album, and Chris Potty is a really good uh, jazz musician as well. Okay. They're, those are two different, Miles Davis and Kind of Blue, but listen, jazz is good. Anyways, okay. it's the only way I can sleep sometimes. Uh, it's not jazz, it's that you said it was the it's joke words you said. Don't say oh. Yeah, that's what made me want to throw the shoe. You know, that's, no, that's that's the That's cheap. the fair. I have no problem with jazz. I'm sorry to the jazz viewer, listeners. <laughs> the jazz viewer. I like how you can gauge, like, this is how many people are really listening. Hey, all four viewers of jazz. (laughs) (laughs) All four Nebraska jazz enthusiasts. Hey, those uh, Nebraska jazz fans. uh, Why are you in Nebraska? Move to Utah, wrong basketball squad, right? We're not even talking about music. (laughs) We did a music and a sports show. Woo! Woo! We are cultured. Look Um, how smart we are. I think mine is take an idea, don't abandon an idea until you've exhausted that idea. Because mm. I know some comics, uh, newer comics, I think I bet this happens everywhere, even in LA. Hey, you know what? Every week I have a new joke, new five. And, and older comics go, that's adorable. No. <laughs> Keep your ideas, work on that idea, expand it, cut it, really commit to yeah. your idea until it's dead. And then you put it away to be used for money. Yeah. My, when I was first in comedy, I very much was like, I need a new five every week. And like, I was hosting a mic at the time and like, it kind of made sense. It helped for a little bit. And then I just wore myself out because I did a year of like a new five and like, I never remembered what I did. And then I realized after a while, like, if I want to do a new five, what I need to be doing is a new five on the same premise so that yes. I get the best jokes out of it instead of losing all the good stuff I actually said and remembering just the bad stuff. Yeah. And I think a, a benefit of staying with something, like I've been known as the suicide comic. The only downside to that is there's a bunch of comics that talk about killing themselves. Yeah, I was going to say. Pre-rex. But being yeah. known as the ex-comic isn't a bad thing because it means you're yeah. the master of 
topic of food. You're yeah. the master of topics of manning. Mm-hmm. I want to be the Manny comic. The Manny comic. Yeah, I want to be the hippo. I, I figured that's a word you can say, but I can't. Yeah, say. it's it, that's exactly right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Everyone else says it though. So mm. like, well, I respect, even the kid. The I kid re- came up with it on his own. So anyone else who thinks they're clever for coming up with it, an eight-year-old. That's all I like to point out. Oh, he was four when he came up oh, with it too. This was four years. Listen, ago. that kid's got a tight five. That kid's got it. That, or people who come up with Manny on their own aren't all that clever. That's no. a. <laughs> Everyone's terrible, or that kid's a genius. I'm going with the kid's a genius. Yeah, because he's your paycheck. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And he's better than all of us. It's like he's innocent and shit. He will be. He will. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't feed the capitalist monster yet. <laughs> he will replace us all. <laughs> Literally, he will. I mean, that's. I mean, uh, unless the Earth explodes. In like yeah, actually, years. he's not going to live to be twenty. No offense. Here's the open. Uh, not that the kid's going to die. That we all die. That's. Because I know Rich takes segments of this and use it for advertisements. I want the advertisement to be, I don't, I think we all will die. <laughs> we'll all die. Sooner than you think. <laughs> Anyways, by <fight> Casper. <laughs> so, uh, this is the third part where I'm going to ask you a series of rapid fire questions. All right. First one, favorite sandwich. Oh, shit. That was, uh, so it's, it's a bodega sandwich from Brooklyn where it's a uh, honey turkey chipotle gouda Ooh. cooked on one of those disgusting stove tops uh so there's so much grease you throw that on a like a hoagie roll or whatever they call it in new york with mm. lettuce and just the disgusting slather of mayo they put on and it's Hell the yeah. best sandwich in the world and i can never recreate it because i won't let shit get dirty enough to <laughs> cook on it if i'm going out it is there's a little shop called little kings mm-hmm. it's a small chain and i get what they call the number 11 the royal treat on garlic parm it is basically ham, uh, salami, pepperoni, provolone, uh, with garlic parmesan cheese, uh, buffalo sauce, and spicy mustard, and a big slab of onion and salt and pepper. It was great until buffalo sauce and spicy mustard. Mm. I would put a mayo or like a, a little bit of aioli or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So for those listening, uh, I am recording in my Airbnb in LA, and so all these noises are ambiance. Yeah, a lot of people died. Yeah, That's what's people. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Or if I'm at home, I've mentioned this before. Okay, I get two pieces of bread, toast it, get a nice uh, actual deli uh, American cheese, get an egg, slightly runny or hard yolk, let it pop up, let the cheese melt, get a good cut of onion, some uh, some regular mustard, yeah. and some salt and pepper, throw the egg on, you're done. Yeah, it's a good, good sandwich. Time. That's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Um, favorite comedians. Your uh, favorite comedians. How many do I have to list? Chappelle, Mulaney, Berbiglia... Those are my top three. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Patton, Kyle Kinane, Tig, Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patton falls in and off the list. Like a bunch oh, of people well, fall of in and off the list. Everyone those. does. These are just the three right now. <laughs> um, weirdest open mic experience. Oh, God. Uh, so many. I don't know. I watched some people. You know what? The weirdest one was not a happy one. So, like, I don't know what to do about this. But the homeless man had his neck slit outside of a comedy venue in L.A. Is he okay? This no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I, a whole bunch of people oh. watched. A bunch of comics. We all called 911. Right. It just It was never going to help. It was a horrifying experience. And I still have to go back to that place to do shows all the goddamn time. As if that never fucking happened. I did a show <laughs> where a guy before me was doing a, show, uh, doing a set. And a guy is slunched over. And his oh, wife God. is hitting him. Hitting him. Wake up. Wake up. I knew you shouldn't have smoked that. 
and then he had to be taken up to the main floor and then outside and the ambulance came guy had a heart attack and he guy finished his set host came up right when the ambulance came and you could see them we go, all right, give it up for Jeremy Plum. I go, no, 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 no. Give it a minute. A moment of silence and oh, something. Jesus. Yeah, the that's guy a... before we literally killed. <laughs> yeah, good luck following that. Ooh, it uh, was. What, you don't address that. You don't. I don't know what you. I think you have to address it. Do you, no, How do you not address it? A man no, just died. You no, have to say because, something. Because they're not looking at him. They're looking at me. He's like, we're going to ignore that? All right, kids. All right, ignore the body. Look at me. That's literally me. how you should have addressed it, though. Just like, don't look at the body. Look at me, kids. Look at me, kids. Oh, just like jiggle some keys in front of them for a while. Anyways, let's talk about me killing myself. Yeah. So, no, you can't do this. That's how you have to do it. Uh, you you're fucking me on, on this. Why are you fucking me I'm, on I'm this? on the other side. You got to address the oh. elephant in the room when it happens. You got to do it quickly and move the fuck on. But you got to. I was. I was not that confident. Um. Because that stench of death is that's a powerful stench. That's yeah, no, that's a, I should know he did live. Oh he, yeah, yeah. I, you don't like it. You don't know that. No, a guy got escorted out in the ambulance. That's a, that's He's, a tough thing to He could not back move. From. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh God is dead. Uh <laughs> favorite joke that you write. Favorite joke that I write? That you wrote, yeah. Uh just ever? Yes. Jesus. Uh, my favorite joke is, uh, it's not a great joke, but it's, it, I find it so funny. It's that uh, colorblindness makes dating hard because all the girls' flags are, or all the girls' red flags are just flags. flags. <laughs> just go on through. <laughs> I, I that. find it's... that so funny. I fuck it up so regularly, but it's like so, who else gets to say that joke? Yeah. That's such a oh, good one. It's such a as I love I, that. Since I mentioned my favorite onstage joke multiple times, mm-hmm. one of my favorite like little inside jokes that me and my brother, we have been wanting to do this as a sketch for a long time, where you sell, we, instead of just like food trucks, it is a bucket of meat or envelope of chicken. And the tagline for that is, legally, you're buying the envelope. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love that little phrase, because there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, there's a lot there. And it's just fun for me. Other than that, my favorite joke right now is the newer joke that I've been doing about nicknames mm-hmm. uh, or the one about, yeah, nicknames leading into irreconcilable differences. That's, I like the that one. That's, that's my favorite because <laughs> then it leads into the advertisements and I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. I want to change my answer because my favorite joke right now is... Uh, I can't talk about my chronic pain in Los Angeles because someone will inevitably come up to me and be like, have you ever tried a rock? That one's really good. <laughs> have you ever tried putting rocks? And then I have the whole thing. But my favorite part is the, I have no idea where I'm supposed to mine amethysts. That gets a laugh. What never gets a laugh that I love is, that's not a good thing for a guy with a shoulder injury <laughs> to do. <laughs> like, just that. Like, no one ever laughs at that. There's, a, love it. there's an open mic that's, uh, that also does music open mics. Mm-hmm. They also sell crystals. For healing shit. Oh, yeah. And I go, I don't, what What am I doing with this? See, I think it's silly. Um, if it helps people. Sure. Good. Good. Uh, but it, I I, need, I really wish people understood like, no, it helped like the same way. Like I never push my weed habit on people because I don't want right. to kill somebody else. It helps me mostly because I believe it helps. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no way. I, I listen to jazz and sit in a quiet room. Because it just makes me feel good. Yeah, whatever yeah. makes you feel good. If the rocks make you feel good, I don't mean to belittle them. In my head, when you said the rocks make me feel good, I'm thinking like a bunch of like a little Dwayne Johnson shrine. Oh, I was thinking crack rocks. <laughs> All right. 
I'm just a fan of the Scorpion King. And it's a good, it's yeah. a good movie. No, it's not. I don't know why I'm defending Scorpion King. I, He's in good movies. That's certain, just not one of them. There's a certain point where Dwayne, like when the Rock movies were really terrible, and then they got really good. Yeah, there was a minute where they were really good. Now they're pretty stupid again. But there like are some hits stupid. and misses. They're though. good stupids. I think. I don't know. Skyscraper wasn't uh, skyscraper, and the one with the giant uh, crocodile rope and uh, gorilla and wolf. That I understand. I understand why people don't like Rampage. I need to. See oh, you remembered the name of it? Because <laughs> it's a video game. Also, I love giant but it's monsters. Not based off the video. That's a whole thing. I read it. Into co- it. it isn't. But like, do you know what? The- it's clearly based on the video. It clearly is. But also, like, in the original video game, those were people that turned into giant animals, which mm-hmm. I would add more, like, the, the rock turns into a giant lizard. Yeah, no, if the rock turned into that giant gorilla, I'd watch the fuck out of that movie, but instead we're gonna get another Bumblebee movie with Mark Ruffalo or some shit. I've heard the last Bumblebee movie was actually Yeah, it was good. okay. Yeah. I saw that in with the BLA the again. I saw that in previews in, like, like six months before it came I, out, and it was terrible. Though. I, uh, Jacob so and I, I stumbled upon it. a premiere red carpet but it was, it was for that new dog movie, Erasing in the Rain, or... Sure, yeah, then yeah. sure, yeah, It's okay. basically how a dog acts like a person and teaches a human how to be a person. Oh, does the dog die at the end, sure. most likely? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Marley and Me 2 movie? But only with a race car. Oh, good. We, you know what? If you said Marley and Me 2 this time, he's driving a race car. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm, I saw Marley and Me the first time. I didn't enjoy it. I just like dogs. Well, hey, you want to see Baby's Day Out but with a race car? Yes. Oh, you want to hear a new joke premise I've been writing a lot about uh, that I really want? It's uh, people, people, I don't like dog people because they're just people. You're either a dog person or not a dog person. There's, But if you're a cat person, that's a very specific type of person. If you're a dog person, you're just a person. You could be a dick. You could be nice. Liking dogs doesn't qualify you for anything. Everybody likes dogs. That's, that there's has, something that there. Yeah. Legs. No, I started writing that two days ago. And I'm like, there's something here. And I just burned it on this podcast that a billion people listen to. I, I'm flattered. I'm sorry, 10 billion. <laughs> Uh, my new joke premise of doing that is, uh, it was actually one of the first jokes I ever told in an open mic before I actually started doing comedy actually, like regularly. It was about the dating someone. And I remember we were dating for a week and then she looked at me and said, I loved you. And she was the first woman to ever say, I love you. And I didn't know what to say. So I said, thank you. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And I feel like thank you is after one of the worst week. things. Yeah. <laughs> thanks is one of the worst things to say after you say, I love you. Cause it's, it goes like, thank you. Nice, good for you, or Shaka Bra. I, I think thank you is better than like. Than Shaka Bra. No, Shaka Bra would be the right reaction. <laughs> I think if you go Shaka Bra, Shaka Bra with the fucking handshakes. <laughs> yeah, because she knows. No, he likes to party. Yeah, and if you stick your tongue out too, <laughs> she knows what's coming. Like, I love you, Shaka Bra. Yeah, he has a three eleven album. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. At least one in some puka shell necklaces. I'm from Nebraska. I have. I'm legally allowed. I'm required to have multiple 311s. I was unaware they were from Nebraska. Yep, they're from Omaha. What a what a facade they put on. <laughs> I was like, it's, sure, they're from like at least Hilton Head, somewhere near a beach. <laughs> nah, they're from the opposite. They're of from a beach. like the other thing. <laughs> they're from Corn. God damn it. They're like three. They're like four dudes. They're just like, oh, this is just wear puka shells. Oh, please don't tell me 311 is like an area code from Omaha or some shit. Is that where their Not name Omaha, came from? Not Omaha, because it's 402. Okay. But I think it is in Nebraska area. God damn, because there is another... That's a dumb idea, and I love it. No, 303 is a... Do you remember that rap 
yeah. duo yes. or whatever the hell they wanted to be. 303 is the area code for Denver. I'm going to level with you. I think that idea is super clever. It's like one of those things like when you say, like you list a bunch of group of people and they go, and two, like two kids in a trench coat or two dogs in a trench coat. Like every time. <laughs> it's funny because they're trying to be a party. They're trying so hard. It's like you can do that all the time and I go, I'm in. That's great. Uh, it goes, it goes area codes, things in trench coats, and Muppets. There is a rapper that I like called, or used to like, called like J-Rock or something. Not a big deal guy, but he had a entire mixtape called 90059, which is the zip code of like Compton. And it, between Fuck so yes. many songs, he had little things where he went, 90059 is where it's at. And he would just do that randomly, and I really loved it. Uh, committing to a bit. If you're learning it's anything, something. commit to your bit. Commit to whatever it is, because it might be funny. And also, here's the thing. If it bombs, say the exact same words again after it bombs. Fucking, you'll get with one. With more enthusiasm. <laughs> no, with deadpan. Or both. Yeah, do, first do a deadpan, then do it again with more enthusiasm. See what reaction you get. The crowd won't laugh at you, but the comics, in the, the comics in the back who are tired fucking lose their shit they will love you for that <laughs> if you're a comic do something dumb once yeah tell the how about this if, if it doesn't work tell the crowd they're wrong and then <laughs> do it again and then here's the thing but do it again the exact same way don't change a damn thing because they're wrong then no one will like you <laughs> no no one no one. including yourself and the microphone yeah it's true yeah one bartender will will, will be into it but you don't want you don't want you don't want him or, no yeah he's really into game of thrones still you thought the final season was really good. It was fine. That idiot. <laughs> I I never saw Game of Thrones unless it just spoiled me the ending and I heard it. It's like, so what is the dragon no symbolism? Nope. <laughs> nope, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> no, it doesn't know symbolism. It saw a sword and decided, oh that makes Not a sword. Oh, there's a... more swords! That's bullshit. No, it saw one sword in its mommy and it was like, no, the sword chair did it! <laughs> That's fucking dumb. It's so stupid. That, All of this is That stupid. makes no sense to me. It's a show about dragons. But I also, I heard in the books, apparently it was like that, that, that chair was forged by like one of the more powerful dragons for hundreds of years. No, I have no idea. Okay, okay fine. Then if that's in the show, then who gives a shit? But also like, that's like a dog trying to like, animals don't understand like, abstract concepts some dragons do some dra- okay one dragon <laughs> dragons no symbolism that's cannot canon Can- in every dragon it's, it's weird that this dragon harry took potter an, it's weird that this dragon took an english 103 class it's, yeah no it, yeah it, i don't know how it paid for it honestly listen first the colleges at westeros are not very good that, either, that, so. that dragon worked really hard i think <laughs> it was a barista for a, a barista, while oh and like one of those baristas that like English treats school. you like shit, didn't get your order right, but you know what? You but it spelled your it. name right. Yeah, and, every time and somehow. Knew, and but they were doing their homework while serving you coffee, so you tipped them a little bit more. Yeah, they had yeah. a calculus book. They were never in calculus though. It was weird. It's a smart dragon. I, good I get, dragon. Yeah, good dragon. Mm-hmm. Philosophy major though, so it really wasted its degree. Why did it take those English classes? Even it doesn't speak English. It, <laughs> it's a dragon. It doesn't speak. Because Duraki is only half a credit. <laughs> it's an elective. <laughs> yeah, it's like get it, getting a degree in Klingon. Like, you can do it. You can. What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, there will be Duraki. 
I think there already is, honestly. Anyways, final question is, why do you do comedy? I don't know. Kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to end it on that. It was like... But no, what's your yeah, I like making people laugh. I just ran to the table with this. Yeah, I like making people laugh. This is how I like to do it because I like the attention to. Yep, that's that's about it. That's uh, I I totally get it. Alex, you're a good friend. Thank, thank you for you. inviting me out to your town, and thank you for talking to me about comedy for an hour and twenty minutes. You're welcome. Glad to do it. Thank you. Well, uh, that's been running the light. I hope you enjoyed your. Uh, oh, where can we find you? Oh, yeah, you can uh, find me at all most social platforms at A-C-A-I-N-E-4-7. So that is A-Cain-4-7 or A-Cain-47 because I had different views on gun laws when I made my Instagram accounts. Really? Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Plum Jeremy on, uh, no, Red Shoes Plum on Twitter and Plum with P-L-U-M-B uh, on Instagram. Uh, and uh, you can find this podcast if you haven't found it already on Google. How did you? Okay, <laughs> I ruined that. No, no. I sometimes I think I think that again that Dragon Barista said, "Hey man, you gotta check this out," and just like sent him a link. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Good point. The Dragon Barista loves podcasts. She does. She does. Oh, you didn't know she was a she. Yeah, that's your fault. That's rude. <laughs> you sexist asshole. <laughs> But yeah, she loves she loves podcasts. Uh, but and is really insistent that we listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were on Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, apparently iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and Spotify, and on our direct link at lubberscience.com. And I hope uh, that's been running the light. I hope you enjoy during the work uh, or workout or travel or just make your day a little bit better. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.